Merry Christmas from the David A. Howe Public Library and from us here on Book Have You Tried. I'm Allie. I'm Nick. And we're super excited to talk about some Christmassy adjacent. We are. I, I I love a good holiday episode. You know, I'm I'm right in there, ready to talk Christmas. Last year on How's Things, uh, Bo and I read Hanukkah books, which was fun because it was like a, a different a different vibe. This year we're going back to classic cozy Christmas. So. Uh, if you still follow the House Things feed or you can look for it on our page, we're going to be going deep on some cozy Christmas books here. Uh, are you reading things? Do you read Christmas books? What's your situation over there? I don't really read Christmas books. I always kind of intend to, and then I just don't, and then the holiday has passed, and I'm like, whoops. Mm. I used to do a lot more. Like I used to read lots of Christmas books like every year, and now it's I'm pretty much down to like one, and then whatever I read with my son or something mm-hmm. like that, so... Not many, um, but I did read one called, <laughs> it's a stupid name, hold on, Christmas Cocoa and a Corpse by Maddie Day. Nice. Uh, very cozy. It's like they weren't even trying with that title. They were like, there's coffee, it's Christmas, there's a murder, what do we call it? You know? <laughs> like, just put all these things together. Yeah, just mix them together and that's fine. Lean heavily so. on the alliteration, that'll carry yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, looking it up, I feel like there's several books that are basically called that. That's and there's hilarious. just like slight variations, so... Yeah, that's uh, that's my go-to. I also read a couple of kids' Christmas books. One called Trek the Halls, which is a Star Trek picture book that's like basically just Star Trek in jokes with people wearing Christmas sweaters. But it really that's cracked. Pretty great. Yeah, it really cracked us up. We have it over there. Uh, I read the Life Day Treasury, which is a series of uh, Star Wars, like not really Christmassy, but like holiday, and they they do a good job of like evoking Christmas concepts without being like Christmas. You know, but that's pretty much it for my reading. So you haven't touched any Christmas reading at all. I haven't touched any Christmas reading. Okay. In previous years, I have read a picture book called The Lackey Who Didn't, Who Couldn't Stop Screaming. I think oh, it okay. is. Okay, Some, I've seen something that. about screaming and yeah. can't stop screaming. Yeah. It's a it's a lemony snicket one, and yeah. it's more of a Hanukkah story in yeah. some ways, but it is fun. Yeah. But okay. I haven't I haven't read anything. Did you year. like grow up? Were you guys reading Christmas books? Like your parents I reading feel Christmas like books? We did. Yeah. I I don't feel like my parents read their own christmas books but yeah. like when we were young enough like christmas to be story reading books like, and things yeah. yeah we would read picture books i feel like we had some that were like easter themed and mm-hmm. some that were like christmas themed yep. and i feel like they were mostly like kind of like thoughtful kind of stories with like beautiful illustrations kind of thing yeah and i feel like when i think of christmas books now i think of like the really like i don't know just kind of like cheesy and like oh, a little yeah. garish yeah and I feel like that... Like Christmas cocoa and a corpse? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like that unnecessarily turns me off to it a little bit. Because mm. like, I forget that like it doesn't have to be It doesn't uh, have to be that. I think it does have to be that. I don't know. I can't think of... I'm mean, like Rainbow Rowell has one called uh, Landline, which is Christmas set. That's pretty fun. And it's sort of like Christmassy enough, but not like a slap you in the face kind of holiday read. So there, yeah, there, definitely there's some. But I feel like... When I think of a Christmas book, the cheese factor is high. <laughs> you know, you watching Christmas movies? Um, a little bit. Other than The Princess Switch, which we will talk about. Yeah, we will, in yeah. In more depth. Caleb and I, while we were sick, which I think we touched on this last episode, watched something from Tiffany's, which is set during Christmas. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, and then we also watched with my family last weekend a new Netflix movie called Family Switch that's also like... Oh, yeah. Takes place with like Jennifer Christmas. Garner. And, yeah. Okay, was it good? It was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't okay. like... You know, yeah, earth yeah, shattering. Yeah, yeah. For the for the kind of thing it was, it was good. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I can't I ask for more time. than that. 
Uh, we've done a lot of Christmas Carol stuff. My son and I, when I was a child, I loved a Christmas Carol. I would watch it's it like stuff. year round. There's this Alistair Sim version I'd watch at my grandma's house all the time. But uh, my son really likes it. So first we watch Mickey's Christmas Carol. And then we watch another short animated version with Alistair Sim, like reprising the role. And then we watch Muppets Christmas Carol, which nice. you got to do. You feel, you feel pretty strong about Muppets Christmas Carol? I like it. It's good. It's good. That that was lackluster. I know. Well, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to express my enthusiasm for it without being like. Yeah. I, like, I feel like if I'm like, yeah, it's the best thing ever. That feels yeah. like overdone. Yeah. But like. I, I, I think I it's feel good. like this is like our age gap as well, because like when I was growing up, the Muppets were like everywhere, like the like Muppet Babies and like reruns of the Muppet Show and all of the movies like everywhere all the time. And I feel like for the entirety of your life, the Muppets have been on Disney's back burner, you know, so like maybe that's true. Well, I feel like everyone I know likes the Muppets and like has certain specific Muppet movies that they're like, yeah, yeah. this one I'm I'm really a fan of or whatever. Yeah. But like. It, I don't feel like they're like huge and everywhere. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, everyone knows about this and everyone likes it. But okay. we, you know, we don't talk about it that much. Okay. Yeah. Fraggle Rock. Pretty much anything Henson in the 80s and 90s. I was not Dark Crystal. Man, I hate Dark Crystal. But everything else Henson. Pretty, pretty solid. So, Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for my Christmas movies. Um, I need more like i'm sure we'll do more as as christmas approaches that's fair because my son is like very when it's halloween he wants to watch halloween stuff when it's when it's thanksgiving he want to watch thanksgiving stuff you is know, there so thanksgiving very, stuff to watch well we always watch the garfield thanksgiving special oh, okay and the peanuts thanksgiving special and maybe that's it i mean those are the two like must watches okay okay but just i feel wherever like we are in the season he's, thanksgiving is like significantly lacking in like representation for sure like, there aren't a ton of like thanksgiving books yeah. there aren't thanksgiving movies there isn't thanksgiving music yeah and so whenever there's like you know the ongoing debate when like people start listening to christmas music and other people are like it's too early you have to wait for thanksgiving yeah. but it's like on the like i understand both sides of that argument and i guess kind of where i fall on that is like look if there was thanksgiving music to listen to true maybe we wouldn't have this problem true. but i do i do hate like taking pumpkins down and replacing them with christmas trees like you know, November 1st. I think that's too oh, much. Oh, yeah. Pumpkins, too much. pumpkins can stay. I worked with a lady who September 1st Christmas music started. Oh, my gosh. In like a shared office. And it was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was too much. I will sometimes like randomly throughout the year, if I if there's like a Christmas song or a Christmas album that I'm like thinking of, I'll just like listen to it oh, randomly. Yeah. No, you're not allowed to do that. But I don't like intentionally put Please on don't Christmas do that music. Ever again. On the topic of Christmas music <laughs> though, <laughs> do you have, or you have like a go-to Christmas album that you like? Del, have, Del and Sebastian sing a lot of Christmas carols? You know, I don't know if they actually have a single Christmas song. Oh, Okay. Now, see now I'm gonna have to. You're like, gonna look have to find it. You're gonna have to find it. it. Yeah. I'm gonna do my best. Um, I have a couple go tos. One is James Taylor's Christmas album. Oh, okay. Which is one that we always listened to a lot growing up. My mom has it on CD. Yeah. And so we'd put it in whenever we were like baking cookies or decorating the tree or yeah. whatever. And so I basically have all of those songs memorized, like okay. the way that he does them. And okay. certain of them, if I try and sing them with other people, I sing it a little wrong because yeah. he does like his own version of it, kind of a thing. Yeah. I also really like Nora Jones' Christmas album, I Dream of Christmas. Okay. Which I want to say came out only like two or so years ago, but it's very good. It made it's it very to good. the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I've been listening to Cher's Christmas album. <laughs> That's very iconic. Have you, it's brand new. Have you listened to it at all? I haven't. I didn't, she, I didn't know that was oh, a thing. It's, yeah, it's brand new. She sang the, the lead single on the Macy's Parade. Okay. That was the first time we heard it. But the whole album is fun. And I have this DVD of all the Sonny and Cher Christmas shows. And I don't know when it started. I think it was even before we had a son. But whenever there's like a jukebox option, we'll, we'll just play all the Sonny and Cher Christmas songs on mm-hmm. a loop. Every year when we decorate the tree, that DVD goes in. No one questions it. It's just we can't decorate this this uh, Christmas tree without Sonny Bono singing Silent Night, you know. That's so. really funny. So always doing that. The Monkey's Christmas Party, also a really good time. Uh, and the one that's like old school from when I was a kid, my grandma had this VHS tape of uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton singing songs from this album called A Christmas Together. And that's the one that's, that's like, I feel like it is not Christmas until I hear the Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton Christmas album. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So all that to say, I'm in a, I'm in a pretty festive mood. Is your house decorated? Um, mostly our tree is up and oh, it's like real, right? Real, real tree. Okay. It's about half decorated. Like we put on like the special ornaments, okay. but then we like were going to play games yeah. with friends and we were like, we'll finish this later. Yeah. So we still need to put in like some of the filler ornaments, yeah. which I think is kind of nice because we could stretch out the process a little more. Yeah. And Caleb's great aunt Sue made us this really cool wreath last year. Okay. Yes. Must have been last year. And so we have that hanging up and we have our stockings hanging up, which Caleb's grandma also made me a stocking oh, with an octopus that's on it. That's, ah, I know. Nice. I was like that's extremely golden. excited yeah. about that. So... Yeah, I think we're we're pretty well Christmas decorated. I haven't fully recovered from the day you and I spent decking this library out for Christmas. I feel like I pulled <laughs> it muscles. Was, it was a lot. It's a lot of <laughs> a lot of lifting. Yeah, but it looks great in here. It does. I it keep looks seeing really pictures. Good. Like people are sharing pictures on our social medias and things like that, and uh, it looks great. Like every angle you look is looking good. And it means that like every day I just come in and I'm like, yay, Christmas. we're so festive. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm it's always nice. putting Christmas music on. I think it irritates some people here on the staff, but I'm always playing Christmas music at the desks. That's <laughs> funny. Yes. Any other Christmas thing, Christmas baking or other oh, Christmas, Christmas traditions? Baking. I don't well, know. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife took over making a uh, fruit cake for her dad. This was like, oh. my wife's grandma always made this fruit cake every year, every year. And so Hillary's like taken over this. And so uh, pretty soon our house is going to start. It, I wish that it tastes as good as it smelled because yeah. when she is baking this fruit cake and like, you know, little loaves and it's so many like candied, little candied fruits and like, you know, citron and, and, and giant raisins and stuff smells so good. But then I try it and I'm like, yeah, not for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My experience with fruit cakes is definitely like they look really pretty, yeah. like kind of all jeweled and everything. Yeah. And then you eat it and you're like, okay. Yeah, I, I could have just looked at it, I guess. Yeah, so the the uh, the fruitcakes haven't started yet, but somewhere my wife is listening to this episode, being like, "Crap, I have to start that fruitcake because oh, it's supposed no. to like sit for a while." Oh. you know, yeah. Before I didn't you, know that. I mean, it doesn't have to, but it's supposedly it's better, huh? And it couldn't get worse. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's it's not that bad. It's fine. Oh, it's just man. a lot. It's just a lot. So there's that, and then um, my brother and I always have to have eggnog, and nobody mm. else in my orbit will touch eggnog. So it's just Steve and I. Chug an eggnog. Eggnog is good stuff. Hey, you like eggnog? Yeah. Do you yeah. make your own eggnog or do you buy your eggnog? I want you to guess. 
<laughs> My guess is that you buy your eggnog, but That's we correct. were talking about Christmas baking. That's correct. So Do you make your own eggnog? I don't. Oh. I had a couple of friends in college who made their own eggnog. I was excited for a minute there. I thought you know, maybe... My brother really wants to try making eggnog okay. this year, so maybe he okay. will. I feel like making eggnog, I don't know, cracking eggs into a bowl that I'm about to drink yeah. out of, I think would maybe ruin a little bit of that yeah, magic. But that might be true. One One little tip for everybody this holiday season. Don't look at the nutrition facts uh, on eggnog. Don't don't even take a look at that because it's about the equivalent of just taking a stick of butter and like <laughs> dusting it with cinnamon and just... Oh, Have you seen online like the like carnivore movement where people will just like eat sticks of butter? No. Where, where are you going online? <laughs> I'm going to turn safe search on your computer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this came across my feed. Uh, the algorithms have cursed me. I, I never have done anything that would indicate that I'm interested in a carnivore lifestyle. If anything, like most of the like food but, well, why, why sites that, that I why watch that, like, are carnivorous? all vegan things. I don't know. Okay. It's not that. Car- I don't know. It's not that carnivorous. Okay. And one time I saw in the comments, because someone was like, here's what I ate is it, you know, in a okay. day in LA is a okay. carnivore. And like some of it was like a stick of butter that yeah. apparently they were eating like during a Zoom meeting, Ugh. which makes it that much worse I to me. This is this is this has become <laughs> gross. This episode. And then someone in the comments was like, "I haven't been able to bring myself to just eat sticks of butter. I know so many other people who you know have this but food like to style. what end? Why? I don't know. I why, don't know. Why what is that it's a thing? It's like accomplish. when somebody's like, "Oh, it's an acquired taste. Like, why are you acquiring that taste? Then <laughs> don't do it. It's crazy." <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, well, sorry. No. I'm sorry not for eat, going there. I'm not going to eat a stick of butter, but if you want to make homemade eggnog and bring it into the library Christmas party, I will accept that. Hey, speaking of the library Christmas party, we're doing Secret Santa again this year. We are. Have you gotten your Secret Santa gift? I have. Have you? I need to get like one other small thing okay. to complete Well, don't it, tell me who you have because it's a secret. Last I year, won't. I got you. I know. Remember that? I still have that little Yeah, America little America Chavez. Chavez. What'd you do bag? with her? What's she doing on your bag? She just lives on my bag. Okay. That's a good place. Sometimes, though, the way the bag is like set up she'll like kind of sneak into the she's like hanging from the handle yeah but she'll kind of sneak into the bag so that she's less visible oh. and i'm like trying to find a way to get her to like yeah be more prominent i had a i had a few of those over the years i had a captain america for a while until the clasp it's a little like funko pop mm-hmm. america chavez is what you got and uh, i had a captain america one and it broke then my son got me a leia one last christmas that i used for a long time and then i got a Supergirl from the flash movie so nice. i feel like i usually have a little funko pop on my keychain somewhere so yeah. yeah i was scared to put it on my actual keychain because anything i put on my actual keychain just gets like absolutely destroyed yeah so i was like the bag is probably a good, that's safe a safer yeah bet. that is yeah. safe okay yeah. we at the D club are actually doing secret santa but in game so oh. the, the, the characters are giving gifts to the other characters so okay. they're like oh you know i'm gonna choose this cool magic weapon for to give to my friend oh, which i thought was cute. a fun idea because yeah. like then can you gift full sticks of butter for the characters to eat or is that not really you, you is could. that not in game or oh, you could okay. i don't know i don't right. think you should <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nothing is stopping <laughs> roll you. to see if your heart explodes from oh cholesterol <laughs> constitution saving throw <laughs> Uh, but i was like i think it'll be fun because that way everyone can have the experience of getting a gift for each other but no one has to like actually try true. and spend money and shop and all of yeah, that. yeah why so. am i doling out cash for this we could have just fun- done fake gifts for each other <laughs> that would have been even better imagine you have this in your mind <laughs> i give you the gift of merriment <laughs> oh my gosh well anyway should we talk about the princess switch <laughs> we should so do you have some facts for me about oh the princess yeah switch? i do i do have some facts for you yes 
Uh, the Princess Witch came out in 2018, directed by Mike Roll, who'd previously worked on shows like Kyle XY, Andromeda, and lots of Smallville, oh. which you got to watch at some point. Uh, written by Robin Bernheim, who also wrote for Quantum Leap, Star Trek, uh, Diagnosis Murder, Megan Metzger, starring Vanessa Hudgens, who I know from that show Powerless and Grease Live, but probably High School Musical is where I did most not ever would... watch High School Musical. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, it was weird, actually. I watched this movie, and I was like, man, this actress yeah. is great. And then I've seen her in several other things. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. She's great. And people yeah. will be like, oh, yeah, High School Musical. And I'll be like, no. So she wasn't in Home School Musical. That was the one you were watching, right? I, <laughs> I did watch, like, Sunday School Musical with one of my friends oh. at a sleepover once. Okay. It wasn't good. Not good. It wasn't my choice of a movie, good. and it wasn't okay. good. But we had a fun time. Okay. So yeah, well, sometimes that can work. Yeah. <laughs> also, Sam Palladino, who uh, was in the show Nashville, and we were watching this show, and my wife was like, "You don't recognize this prince?" And I'm like, "No, I've never seen him in my life." And so she kept being like, "No, come on, we've seen him." And I finally figured out he's in Nashville, which she watched without me. So oh, that's why. That's, that's why, why I didn't recognize it. Followed by two sequels, <laughs> switched again in 2020. And Romancing the Star in 2021. The first movie holds a Rotten Tomatoes score at time of recording of 67% fresh uh, based on critic scores and 51% rotten based on audience scores. I fall on the rotten side. I'm sorry to break your Christmas heart. That's okay. I wanted to like it. I, and I thought she was good. I'll right? say that. I She's thought fun. she was really engaging. And I thought like... She did some cool things when she was playing the two characters, like overdoing an American accent, which is hard when you have an American exactly. accent to overdo it. Um, so I thought she had a lot of like little little touches that I thought were really good. And I found her like always entertaining to watch. But I feel like nothing happens in the movie. Like it's just very low key. There's just like not a lot of stakes. I don't understand really why they switch to begin with. I think I'm thinking about it too much. That's Tell Quite me, possible. Tell me your experience. So it's a, so it's a positive Christmas okay, okay. episode. A positive Christmas yeah. episode. Yeah. How did you discover this? What okay. do you like about it? So it was my senior year of college, and okay. it was finals week of the fall semester. So we were approaching Christmas. Was this 2018? No, this was 2020. Okay. So fall you could have been Christmas watching the sequel as well. Okay. I did. I watched, you watched them like the, back yeah. to back. Okay. Yes, actually. And my senior year, I said to myself, I'm tired of being miserable and stressed out and trying to do my homework at like, you know... 11 yeah. o'clock at night yeah. in the dark all the time. That was me all day. Oh my I gosh. feel like I never started a paper before, like the day before. <laughs> I did research, but like actually sitting down to type day before. I would, I feel before. like I would sometimes start like too far in advance and oh, then just like prolong right. my stress. <laughs> yeah. That seems right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's really an iconic move. But anyway, so I made a rule for myself senior year that I was going to not, unless it was an extreme circumstance, I was going to not work on homework after 5 p.m. I was just going to like. Oh. Hang okay. out with my friends. I have a similar rule, but with relax. caffeine intake. So. <laughs> it's a smart rule. Yeah. I just can't have any caffeine anymore. Really? I'm, br- I'm broken. None? Wow. None. Okay. Not unless I want to have excruciating stomach pain. Really? Stomach pain yeah. for, with caffeine? Yeah. Even a that. cup of tea, excruciating stomach excruciating. pain. Excruciating? Yeah. You should have a doctor check that out. I, I mentioned it to my doctor, and she was like, yeah, that can happen. Huh. Anyway. Okay. Well... Sorry. So it was like some night during like finals week and all of my friends were still doing their homework because they didn't have this rule for themselves. Oh, yeah. And I was in my room and I wanted to do something fun. So I started watching the princess switch. Okay. And I think I actually like paused it 10 minutes before the end to like okay. go, I don't know, talk to someone or do something or see someone. Yeah. I came back. I watched the remaining 10 minutes and then I immediately watched the second movie. Okay. Is how this went. I think that part of the problem was 
that I didn't like get deep enough into the premise because you said it keeps escalating. Mm -hmm. And I think like it sort of had the feel of a farce, but everything it wasn't farcical other other than the fact that you just have to believe that these two people are identical. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's the farce element. But I just felt like the tone and the overall interactions were not heightened enough to make that premise like fun for me. But I think maybe if I would have kept going and maybe I will, who knows? We still got time till we Christmas. Still, there is time, yeah. But uh, I think maybe I would have liked it more if it was zanier. That's possible. Because the second like, and eh. third one definitely are zanier. Amp up the second zany. one involves kidnapping okay. and the third one involves a heist. I felt bad for the guy who was in the friend zone, you know, who who like falls in love with the duchess and then, you know what I mean? Like that was a, I, I don't know that he could have recovered from that quite as quickly as he could. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like they have this long friendship relationship and then he thinks it's he's taking like, a oh, romantic wait, there's some turn. Vibes here. Yeah. And then she's and like, then oh, like, we oh, can't do this. Yeah. And then it's like, surprise, it was a different person. Yeah. Well, I feel like though, because the whole time he's like, oh, she would never change, you know, like she would yes, never be spontaneous. Enough. And then she starts acting weird. She would weird. never not use the list. And right. Stuff exactly. Like that. Yeah. And so I feel like that's probably part of why he just took it in stride. He was like, oh, it makes sense that she yeah. wasn't acting the way she would ever act yeah. because... It wasn't her. I feel like if I could change anything, it would be just that both he and the daughter know are aware. Like, I don't see why they would lie to him. Really. I, yeah, I well, don't understand. Like, lying to the royal family or whatever. Sure, that makes yeah, sense. Sure, but sure. like, this bro? I know. You know? I don't know why you gotta lie to him. <laughs> it probably would have made a little more sense if they'd told him now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah. But I think the daughter and the duchess, like, conspiring together to try and conceal it from him is pretty funny. That's true. That's Whenever a fun she's element. like, I've never been to a sing along before. And she's like, You mean a Belgravian yeah. sing along? <laughs> ah. uh, I didn't understand the guy who was like a an elf, I want to say. Who is the man who the was. The magical man? The magical man. Like, what's that all about? I feel like he's just there to, he's like, just there. be mysterious and Christmassy and assist. Yeah. He does okay. show up in, 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 oh, have to. in the other He'd movies. He'd have to. Yeah. I have to believe that this was intended to be a trilogy. Like, I didn't see any record of that anywhere, but I just feel like they must have at least been thinking like this is the start of a series. That's fair. Because I think it has a little bit of those vibes because you don't really get into the fun part of it, I feel like. you know. I don't know. Like, I thought it was pretty fun. I think some of what I really yeah, enjoyed well, yeah. is... You know how in a lot of movies there's, like, situations where, like, maybe people are switched. Like, it's Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. the daughter has to, like pretend to be the mom yeah but she like obviously doesn't know what she's doing and it's like awkward and horrible yeah i feel like princess switch does that but then instead of it being awkward and horrible there's like something that allows the situation to recover you know what i mean it's like oh everyone listen to the duchess play yeah and this like baker from chicago who presumably doesn't know how to play the piano at all is like panicking yeah and then the prince is like well do a duet you can play these (laughs) really four easy notes and i think that's just really satisfying to me to be like oh no Oh, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I agree. I and I did clock that too. The fact that like in in a movie like this, really any movie where there's like this sort of uh, any sort of twist romance, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a point where it's like everything goes to crap, and they're like, oh mm-hmm. no, we can't do this. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Exactly. And then we resolve. We like skip that whole bit. I know. Which I think was it's nice. so nice. Yeah, we skip that bit. And for the kind of movie it is, there's like minimal secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, true. Which like I'm not as sensitive to that as I know some people are, but yeah. I still don't. Yeah. I wouldn't seek it out. Yeah. It's like, I want to be secondhandedly embarrassed today. Yeah. I could have done with more Christmas vibes also. That's fair. So tell me, like, as the series progresses, like, you say it gets zanier. I know she plays more than two characters. Yes. And we get into, like, kidnapping plots. What yes. is it? There's Kid- a kidnapping plot. Okay. 
So what, I'm not sure how much to say about this because I don't okay. know if you're yeah. going to watch more and okay. how much spoilers. You yeah. Want. All right. Let's try to avoid spoilers. Okay. In broad terms. In broad terms. Um, in the second movie, it starts because the Duchess character from the first one is now going to be coronated as queen of her like tiny made up country. Belgravia. Yeah. She's from Montenegro. Oh, that's right. Actually. That's right. She's from Montenegro. We've got multiple tiny yeah, made up tiny. countries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which are At definitely At that point, you're just like Britain. a small town mayor, right? I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> i know well in the extent that like belgravia in particular is like oh i can't believe it's not britain yeah you know? anyway right <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be coronated as queen and so all the other characters from the first movie are there and she and friend zone baker guy yeah have broken up because mostly because she's going to be queen and that sure. caused some tension that's a problem yeah and so the other vanessa hudgens is like trying to get them back together and right. anyway all that stuff then her cousin character, who is also played by Vanessa Hudgens, okay, but with goodness. blonde hair. Thank goodness. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, she shows up and causes some chaos. Kidnapping is involved. Okay. And. Okay. Oh, yeah. so the new one's villainous. Yes. See, that's, the new more, one is that's villainous. more fun. Darn it. Maybe I do have to watch and this. And then in the third one, the villain semi teams up with the others to do the heist. Oh, see. Yeah. This was on me. This was on me. You said I only had to watch the first one, but you recommended the other two, and I ran out of time. And, and I, I feel said, like that's if on you me. feel like the first one is okay but needs more action, you did say that. You did. I remember that very clearly now. Yeah. So I've made a crucial mistake here, and it's not too late for me to <laughs> go back still and, and fix it. We still it. have like what? Yeah. Uh, fourteen days until Christmas. Something like two that. Two weeks. Yeah. Is that right? Not oh quite gosh. two weeks, but yeah, we're we're in the zone. Yep, that's pretty good. So maybe I will. Maybe I will. What is your like? favorite scene if you're going to tell somebody like this is the best part of the movie like what is it i think i i think i enjoy the element where um the the vanessa hudgens who just is the baker yeah is just like shaking things up at the castle and the like king is like what's going on and the queen is just like yeah this is great <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what's going on with this duchess lady who's acting really but differently yeah, but i'm she's here down for it, for she's it. Here for it. I do I do like that they won this this like thing, all expense paid trip to go and like bake. But then the baking stuff is like, like one second. Not important. <laughs> and all not the really all the thing. shots of the cake they look really Real fake rough. and horrible. Yeah, I know. I know. Not pretty at all. Having watched some of the Great British Baking show, I was like yeah. the, the baking aspect of this is yeah. not wowing <laughs> me really, at all. That's really back burner. I love too that they were like, Yeah, we'll just close our specialty cake shop but during the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> right you've she's lo- like there's no way we business. can close for the holidays and then they just do it anyway. yeah then they do it yeah yep yeah see normally i'm down for a cheesy christmas movie i don't know if i just built my expectations up too much i don't know i don't know i don't know but i feel now that i have to watch it's the, definitely the sequels. i i recommend them okay. i think you might enjoy them okay more. it's definitely a movie that i'm like yeah in every way i recognize that this isn't exactly a good movie yeah and there's even certain scenes that when i watch them i'm like man the dialogue there yeah. is like leaving a little something to be desired but i still just very much enjoy the yeah. experience every yeah time i get I it i mean it. they're all likable people i think it's just i can forgive a lot of, of cheesiness and christmas stuff but i just found it draggy a little bit i was a little like come on i want something crazy to happen you know that's why i need the sequels that's why i need the sequels need the my sequels. brother is like if they make a fourth one there needs to be like aliens yeah and like a fourth vanessa hudgens yeah. who's maybe an alien yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds perfect. Right? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I would watch it. Okay. Nothing would stop me. All right. So the movie is The Princess Switch. Then you have The Princess Switch colon switched again. And then The Princess Switch romancing the star. And at time of recording, these are all available on Netflix. So you can watch them there. Have How many times have you watched any of these? I think I've watched all of them at least three times. Three times. See, that's another thing. Repeated viewing. You know, that just like all that familiarity. You know what I mean? That's like, like a mystery science theater or something. The more you watch it, the funnier it is. It's definitely so. the kind of thing that it's like, when you, the more you watch something, either you like it more or you like it less. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's like there's a no really clear, yep. yeah. Yep. Really yep. clear there's division There's a fork there. in that Princess Switch road. Okay, well, Allie, uh, I know that you like The Princess Switch, but have you tried Jack Finney, the author Jack Finney? <laughs> I have not Never. tried Jack okay. Finney. Okay, have you heard this name before? Uh, only from you. From me, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard about Jack Finney from anyone else now okay. that I think about it. Okay, well, so Jack Finney, uh, my favorite author, we'll get into why and how I discovered him in our full episode, but he started with a lot of short stories. He has a couple of plays uh, that he's done, primarily known for his novels now, but I think the short stories were really the thing that like pushed it up there. And there's a gotcha. lot of sh- short story collections um, that he's done that are really good. His probably most famous book would be Time and Again, which is a time travel story, but it's Ooh. but it's not it's not really like a sci-fi kind of time travel vibe. It's okay. a different approach altogether, and I think really really works well. Um, that's probably his, like, if you're looking at the novels of Jack Finney, that's probably like the one that's sort of like his masterpiece, but, um, he's written in all sorts of different genres. So probably the most famous just with name recognition would be Invasion of the Body Snatchers, mm. which he wrote. And there's been multiple I movies. I definitely recognize yeah. that name. And a lot of his early novels were all made into movies in the fifties and sixties too. Like Good Neighbor Sam with Jack Lemmon and Assault on a Queen with, um, Frank Sinatra, I want to say, Five Against the House. Like, all of these have been made into movies, but, like, a long time ago. So I don't think it's an author that's, like, pops up all that much, but he was somebody who was really, like, a big influence on Stephen King and mm. a lot of other people like that. And he, it's, it's really character-focused, and I just love the way that he writes. So I would suggest to you to read Time and Again, it's on the long side, so if you've got time over the holidays, um, I would say time and again. And if you feel like doing a little bit more, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a quick read okay. um, and is uh, is good. I think it really holds up. It's it's more than just sort of a B-movie sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a much deeper book um, and very good. And then we have lots of short story collections, too. Okay. So uh, I have read all of Jack Finney's fiction, except... There's a short story collection called I Love Galesburg in the Springtime. And it was impossible to find. Like, I just could not get my hands on this book. And so for a wedding present, uh, so which has been 17 years ago, um, my wife tracked down a copy of I Love Galesburg in the Springtime. And so I've had it since 2006. And I've never read it because it's it. It's the last one. That makes sense. So now I have to read I Love Galesburg in the Springtime. For this our is episode. A, a momentous time. Yeah, for it us. is. Yep. This will be this will be the time. So anyway, Jack Finney's the author. Time and again will be our primary focus. If you're down, you're down to read time I and am again. Down. You said time travel and my ears perked up. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay. 
So we'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, in two weeks, uh, it's going to be the new year. So we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite books, movies, shows, music, whatever, from the year 2023. Are you ready for I'll, this I'll retrospective? I'll have to think about it. I need to like I dig deep and make sure I remember everything. I started looking into mine a little bit just with books. And I was like, how is it possible that that was this calendar year? That That's makes fair. no sense. So yeah, and we'd love to hear from everybody out there. So if you have favorite books, movie shows, whatever, you can send them to us at David A. Howe Public Library on Facebook, or you can find us on Tumblr at But Have You Tried, or Threads at D.A. Howe Library, Instagram, wherever. But just send us the things you've been reading, watching, and loving in 2023, and we'll talk about it. And then in one month, it's Jack Finney. Jack Finney time. Okay, well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.